0: This is Joe Otter If you're listening to
1: Trexan Sci-Fi, you are the resistance. Hello, folks. This is Rico. I always say folks, don't I? <laughs> Welcome to Trexan Sci-Fi. This is Podcast 744. It is September 29th, 2019. Welcome to the show. Um, this week, we're going to talk about TV. We're going to talk about the fall 2019 TV season, which... Frankly, it's not that exciting. Most of the stuff I'll probably be talking about are, are returning shows. There's a couple of new things coming, um, but uh, with all the you know changes these days, you know all these streaming services, regular network TV isn't quite what it used to be. Uh, and I'll talk about that as as we get into the show. Also, going to talk a little bit about the new movie Ad Astra that I saw last weekend. Uh, I'll give you kind of a spoiler free review of that. And uh, I'll just talk about whatever else pops into my head, you know, because that's what I do. But welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi, and uh, here we go. I'm Captain Kirk.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. Hey, we are the corner.
1: I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life.
0: My name is Optimus Prime. I am the future of war. Resistance is futile. I drink flows from the force, but beware of
1: the dark side. Oh. Oh. Oh, Iron mean, Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically
0: accurate. But it's a gold Oh, alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.
1: You're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. All right, again, welcome everyone. One and all children, dogs, pets, small birds, bugs. Oh, I don't really like bugs, so I'm not welcoming the bugs. Uh, but uh, especially spiders. God, jeez. I know they're hell, you know, they do good things. They catch other other bugs that aren't good, but just stay out of my house, okay? Just just that's all I'm saying. Just yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I got on that. I, I, I think maybe it's a little bit because here in Michigan, the weather is starting to turn a little bit cooler, although we're still supposed to be, believe it or not, uh, we're going to have a couple of 80 degree days this coming week. Monday, Tuesday, I think are going to be like in the 80s, even though today is only going to be about 60 Fahrenheit. But when the weather gets cooler here, you know, we um, what starts to happen is all the bugs and things start to want to come into your house because your house is warmer. Although we haven't really turned the heat on, but being, you know, closed up, it stays warmer. Anyway, you know what I mean? So we find more little ants and spiders and other bugs and things and kill them or take them outside, depending on what we feel like. Uh, if it's a spider, it's dead. It's just dead, you know but I don't know why I'm talking about bugs. This is not the bug podcast. This is a a geeky celebration podcast of sci-fi and fantasy and and other things. So welcome. Um, Just to start out, if you'd like to support the show, patreon.com forward slash treks in sci-fi is the way to do that. I keep uh, mentioning and threatening that I'm going to revamp that place and I am going to do that um, I've had a very steady group of people on there that have supported me for a long time via Patreon, and I, I just want to say you guys are great. You're very appreciated. I just sent off uh, PayPal funds for my, another year of hosting for the podcast, so that that always is, is nice to have um, uh, Patreon funds to help cover that. Uh, and and whatever else I I can get, but um, it, you know, PayPal donations still work. Just go to trexonscifi ficom There's a PayPal link there. But this is kind of the time of the year in the fall that I that I make a little more effort to try to drum up some donations for the show. So, you know, I I've always said that if I you know, listen to podcasts. I try to support them. Uh, uh, Patreon makes that easy. So uh, that is what I will say about that. Um, and, uh, you know, a dollar or two a month is is probably not. If you're listening to this podcast, you, you're probably a nerd and a geek, and you probably have a little bit of disposable income. So I always feel like, you know, you're playing to your audience a little bit. Uh, anybody who's got the tech to, to and listens to podcasts, I feel, should be probably able to support the shows a little bit that they listen to and enjoy. And I, and I do that. Uh, and, um, yeah, I appreciate all that, those that do. So uh, let us move past that. And uh, I will talk about the movie at Astro with Brad Pitt, which there's been a trend over the last, say, five years or so for these fall kind of space movies, I'm going to call them. We had Interstellar. We had Gravity. um First Man was the last one we had. Um, the Martian movie with with Matt Matt Damon, uh, you know, just a lot of like fairly fairly believable for the most part. Although Inter- Interstellar, even though I, I really like that movie a lot, that's probably about the furthest out there kind of a film of these. But um, I, I really enjoy these films. I, I've always, you know, I was a kid. Um, very young when we landed on the moon and, and, you know, I've always been fascinated with space travel and NASA and of course, you know, Star Trek fan and all that and sci-fi. But, um, I, have always also been fascinated with the real world, uh, you know, search in this, in space and the, the solar system and everything. So, so when they advertised this movie at Astro with Brad Pitt, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that in the theater. It looks cool. It's got Brad Pitt in it. Um, the, the, the trailer got me interested quite a bit. Tommy Lee Jones is in it. Uh, and so, um, Ruth, I don't know how you say her last name, Niga, N-I-G-G-A. She's on, um, Preacher, which is kind of final, episode tonight, which, uh, you know, Preacher is based on a comic and, and there, there's, you know, probably people listening that know the the comic and maybe are watching the TV show, but man, I, I, I haven't finished the comic. I'm about midway, I think maybe a little past midway in it, but the the TV show is a, kind of its own thing, but man, it's good. Great cast. Dominic Cooper is in it who played, um, Tony Stark's, um, um, father in the, um, in the captain America, you know, he's the guy, the scientist guy in that, not the, the, the slattery character that you saw in Endgame. but, um, where it was older Stark there. Anyway, um, I don't know how I spun off. Oh, Ruth, um, who was in at Astra. <clears throat> excuse me, that was in Preacher or uh, is in Preacher. So this movie, of course, like I said, I was super excited to see it, Brad Pitt. And, and you guys can probably, all, I'll tell with my buildup and my anticipation that <laughs> now I've always been accused or been accused of um, liking everything, liking all these TV shows, liking all these movies. And I've tried to become a little bit more discriminating Um, not that I'm, 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 I'm swaying past, you know, what I would normally enjoy or not enjoy. Um, like that Hobbs and Shaw movie over the summer with, with the rock Dwayne Johnson, you know, that, that was a stupid movie, but it was fun. Um, the, uh, and, uh, but this movie at Astra, I'm not going to spoil it, but, um, man, there's just not much of a story in this movie. It, it not much happens. And, uh, it's, it's, I'm um, I, you know, when the movie finished, I could kind of see where it was going or, or the little bit that it was going. And I kind of thought like to myself, are, are, are they going to, is something going to change my opinion or something going to happen here? And <clears throat> sorry, I've been, uh, I've had a little bit of a cold over the last week or two. Yeah. I'm pretty good right now, but I still feel a little froggy. It's kind of early on Sunday. I've, uh, Actually, I wanted to get this podcast recorded at least because uh, we're going to get together and do another Star Wars RPG thing with um, Jen and Joe and Chris and myself later and Angela uh, today. So going to be a big day for for recording and recording podcasts. But um, So um, so, Add Astra again, Brad Pitt, uh, just like it was well done. I mean, it was well crafted. I listened to this comic book podcast where sometimes these guys will say, even if they don't really enjoy a book, a comic, they'll say it was well done, like it was well crafted. The art was good, the packaging was good, the effects in Ad Astra were great, of course. The acting was fine and good, but just there wasn't much of a plot, not much of a story. And I, and I uh, I'll admit I'm a, I was a little disappointed in it. I I don't I don't I was texting I think Chris or something like that, and I and I said something like. I don't know how basically they got the funds for this movie, except for saying Brad Pitt was in it. And I think he's probably one of the executive producers or something. But, they're, you know, when they would have gone in to pitch what the story is and for the movie, I would have just thought, like, is that's it? We're in an era, not that I expect every movie to be just like this bombastic blockbuster thing. You know, I can I can watch plenty of small little quiet movies and things, and that's fine. But there needs to still be sort of a purpose. I guess there is in this movie, but um, it's not, uh, it's just, I, I, f- I think most people, frankly, that the, the simple answer is I think most people find the movie kind of boring. Uh, I, I like space and I space travel and things like that. And there are some cool things to see in this movie visually and the effects and all. But you take all that away and it's, boy, you're not left with much. So, um, yeah, I try not to be harsh. Like I said, every movie has its own you know, group of people that might like it and the taste, but this just movie just didn't do much for me. It, it's very forgettable, uh, I feel. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. Ad Astra. And, and I, I think I'll leave it at that. I don't want to say too much more. Um, would I still watch it? Like, you know, do, do I recommend? I would definitely say if, if it's on HBO in the future or some, some streaming service that you already get, like Netflix, uh, um, just watch it, you know, watch it then. But this, this movie is definitely in a movie you don't need to run out and see the theater. Um, they're honest. And the other thing is, is that even though I said, this is going to be a spoiler free review, I, I could probably tell you the whole movie and it wouldn't really like, uh, there's just not much even to, to spoil, uh, honestly. So yeah, that, that's, that was a pretty down negative review for me. So there you go, folks who think I like everything. I don't, <laughs> And, um, speaking of that, there's a little bit of, in in this, when I get into the TV talk, then I'll, I'll mention a few things of, uh, things that I'm not maybe necessarily looking forward to or, or have tried and so forth. And, uh, on a completely unrelated note, just because it popped into my head, and, and Kenny, thanks for this. I had heard about this show. This is not a—it's uh, not really a nerd thing or a geek thing, but I, I started to watch this animated show. It's pretty crude about some teenage kids called Big Mouth on Netflix. I don't know why. I think I tried to watch watch it a, a couple of years ago when it's whenever it started, and I don't know. I got distracted, or I, I, I didn't even finish the first episode. Not that it was bad. I, I just think it, it fell off my radar, as they say. But I started to watch it. It's super funny. It's super crude, but it, it's really funny. And uh, thanks, Kenny, for he was pointing out. I think there's some new episodes coming. There's three seasons on Netflix right now. Um, but if you like crude, really crude uh, kid type humor shows, kind of I guess I would say kind of like South Park is kind of crude at times. But this takes it to the you know another level. And, uh, actually I'm kind of surprised they get away with it in a way, but it is Netflix and and it's got a certain rating on it. So I guess that means they can, there's a lot of things they can do now that they never used to be able to do. And, um, uh, but I am enjoying that. It's pretty funny and it's nice to have a laugh these days. Everything is so serious. Movies are serious. TVs, there's TV shows are serious. There's, there's very little, uh, lighthearted things on honestly. And, uh, so when I have a chance to have something like that, I, I, definitely want to check it out. All righty, So let's see what else. Um, I think that's it. I think we can get right into the TV talk and the fall TV season stuff. Um, I'm going to take a short break and when I come back, we'll get into what's coming this fall season, returning shows, new things, and, uh, then we'll, uh, we'll see what, uh, see what we have to look forward to here in the fall of 2019 on television.
0: It's been a long road getting from there to here. No, it really hasn't. I've... No, we're not singing that again. Yes, it's been a long. No, Jen, time. I don't think you understand. We're not ever, ever singing that again. Look what we've created—a monster, a monster. He I tell keeps you, playing it.
1: I know. He likes
0: it. People like
1: us. They think it's funny. I know it is very funny, but that's not all we but are. My time is okay. Fine. This is Angela. <laughs> and that's Jen.
0: <laughs> and you've been listening to Drex and Sci-Fi with oh, our for- friend Rico. We forgot to say we're from the Anomaly podcast. Doe. <laughs> <laughs> Crap.
1: All right. I just, uh, while I was doing the break here, just spent a little time flipping through the fall uh, list of shows, what's returning, some new things. Uh, there are not actually a lot of genre sci-fi fantasy uh, new shows there are a few although most of them pop up on um alternative networks let's call it and we'll be talking about those in a few but i want to go over uh some of the returning shows and to start off with i'm going to talk about the um well one one new show um that's already sort of we've seen a little bit of a taste of it and then the returning and some returning shows on the cw and i mean the uh Basically, the comic book-based shows that I've been enjoying for a number of years, Arrow, The Flash, uh, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, I I have not really been watching Black Lightning, so I won't really comment on that one. Uh, But um, this little pack of CW shows and and Arrow is is going to be um, only a a shorter season, like half a season, 10, 10 episodes, and then that series is ending. I think it's its eighth season now. Uh, but these have been great. I'm going to play a little bit of the preview trailers for them, and I'm going to start off with a new one in the, in the group, Batwoman, um, which is based, uh, uh, you know, this character, uh, uh, Kate Kane, um, she is um, played by Ruby Rose, uh, and she is the main title character, Batwoman. Uh, we saw a bit of her in a, in a crossover Uh, last year uh, that was done on the CW. They do these crossovers. They've been doing these crossovers for a few years now where they have all the different characters from the different shows kind of interact with each other. And it's a really fun event. Um, Usually it's been a back-to-back thing. I'll talk more about that in a bit. But there's a huge one, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, that they're doing this year. And we're going to get a lot of guest stars there that that it's going to be very cool. And if you're not into these shows, you know, you might want to watch that at least because that's going to be a blast. So, um, but Batwoman is, uh, is, is basically, uh, well, the premise is in the trailer, uh, and it's, um, set in Gotham, uh, Bruce Wayne slash Batman has vanished or he's been gone for like three years. So, um, to sort of help the city out here, we have, uh, it's his cousin, um, Kate Kane, and, uh, she is, um. I think it's his cousin, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think so. So anyway, uh the uh, I've never really I've read a couple of Batwoman comics, but I've, you know, it, it, unless she's shown up in like the main Batman book, I haven't really followed the character that well in the comics, but the, she's the main character here. I'll come back after the trailer and play a little bit more um, pl- or talk a little bit more about the um other characters and a little bit more about this show, but here is a short. I think it's only about a minute long. A little bit longer. Uh, maybe a bit more than that. Uh, Batwoman. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, one minute and ten seconds. The uh, trailer uh, for this um, this new part of the CW network.
0: This isn't the story I expected to be telling. Three years ago, when Batman mysteriously disappeared, it divided Gotham. Crows represent order, security. The crows are not the hero of this story, Gotham. I want to take power. You take after your cousin, your female Bruce Wayne.
1: Wayne security, step away from the desk.
0: You were seriously not supposed to know what's down there. Whoa. I need you to fix his suit. The suit is literal perfection. It will be, when it fits a woman. Do you feel safe? <laughs> Get these people out of here now. What are you doing? But the crows aren't able to. Some see fear. Others hope. I see the freedom to be myself. To play by my own rules.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Uh, a little bit of tease of Batwoman. Uh, I like Ruby Rose. I've seen her in, in um, what was she in that that movie, The Meg? Uh, which was a goofy movie, but she was pretty good. Uh, she has a very uh interesting quality to her. and uh, you know one one of the one of the troubles with this show already is the trailer is one of the trailers and some of what people are saying, you know, in this era we're in this era of um you know they they feel like this 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 is too much of like, oh, you know, she has that line in there where she says that yeah, the suit will be perfect when it fits a woman, you know. The, there's there's a lot of people that are saying this is you know trying to push the the feminist ideals or feminist uh, views whatever you want to call it I, I don't care we'll get past that and uh, and it's just it, does it have good stories are the characters interesting is it well written is it well made that that's what matters to me at least I, I I get some of the reaction there it can be a little heavy handed if you if you watch like one of the earlier trailers for this um, but um, I think they'll they'll recognize that. And uh, Greg Berlanti is um, uh, he's he's behind this like he's behind a lot of these other CW shows. Uh, Ruby Rose is uh, is a gay character or sorry, not Ruby. Ruby Rose, I think in in real life is is. But Kate Kane, uh, the character on the show, uh, Batwoman, is is definitely um, a lesbian. And that's not I don't think they're going to shy away from that. Let me go through some of the other characters. Uh, there's Cameron Johnson as Luke Fox, the son of Lucius Fox. and uh, he he um, he knows about Bruce and being Batman and all that. And you hear a little bit of him in the trailer there. Um, uh, let's see, let me point out some of the others. Rachel Scarston is Alice um, uh, and uh, she's the leader of the Wonderland gang. and she's a little Harley Quinn like. you know, my opinion is she's kind of like they're Harley Quinn. Uh, Doug Ray Scott, who's always good. He's Jacob Kane. He's actually uh, Kate's father. He manages the Crows, which is a security firm, um, trying to protect Gotham better than Batman could. You hear a little bit of him in that trailer, too. And of course, there's others. It looks like Burt Ward, who was the 60s Robin, is going to guest on the show at some point. It doesn't really say exactly that I can see here on this Wikipedia entry. Who is he going to play? I'm trying to read the, um, let's see the notes. Uh, oh, it looks like, um, looks like he's going to be, he's also part of the Arrowverse crossover thing. the, uh, The, uh, crisis on infinite earth. So maybe he's going to actually put a robin costume on. I don't know. That would be interesting. Uh or just not put a costume on but just be like an older robin in in a different alternate universe. That would that would be very cool. Um we don't have Adam West around anymore around to be Batman, but uh yeah, and uh so yeah. But this is Batwoman. It, it it premieres pretty quick, actually a week from today. Uh, so most of these CW shows start in early October. So let's move on to Supergirl. Uh Supergirl is getting into I think it's season four, I wanna say. Uh let me take a quick look her here. Blah 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 Um Or sorry, I think we're at season five actually, yeah. So uh there you go, season five. And um the one of the big things that's come out in some pictures and came out during Comic-Con is um the uh she's got a new suit uh supergirl up until this year has always had the traditional supergirl suit with the red skirt type thing uh and now she's got pants she's got super pants <laughs> so um i'm going to play let's see let's just play the this this is the the trailer that came out of comic con and uh this show uh supergirl actually um comes back next sunday as well it's actually going to be on the C- well it is on the cw but both Batwoman and Supergirl are going to be on, I think they're both going to be on Sunday nights. I don't think they're going to, I don't know, maybe they're moving Batwoman to a different night. Having two in one night, I always feel like is a little bit much. I'd rather they just put one of these CW shows on per night. But anyway, here is, uh, this one's a little longer than what you heard for Batwoman. This is two minutes, two and a half minutes long. So there's probably a little bit of uh, what's happened. Um, I, I guess I should warn people that if you're not caught up on, on, on any of these shows that have, that are the returning shows, there may be things in these trailers that, um, talk about things that have happened, um, in the previous season. So if that bothers you, uh, well, skip ahead about two and a half minutes. And, uh, I don't think it'll be a huge number of reveals, but there are, I know there are some in these, I've watched these. So, uh, here is Supergirl's Comic-Con season five trailer.
0: after Baker got ousted, people would be motivated to fight harder than ever for social change. And it seems like they're all just hiding behind their gadgets. Technology makes escaping an addiction. What happened to the simple pleasure of greeting another person with words? No one's paying attention to what's actually happening in the real world. I trust in technology, not people. Not anymore. People are governed by feelings. Anger, hurt, sadness, rage friends have been lying to you from the start. Every last one. Leviathan is coming. This is a special moment in time. We're on the precipice of wondrous things. I'm determined to have Obsidian Tech in every household within the year. Obsidian North will change the fabric of what it means to be human. I'm not a villain. I don't want to kill Supergirl. I just want her to experience the same hurt she inflicted on me. And soon enough she will. Kara? Luna, I don't...
1: so there you have season five, Supergirl. I, you know, I've really liked the show. I, I think it's grown a lot over the years. I, they don't, um, they don't shy away from trying to talk about kind of current things going on in the world and and, and taking their <clears throat> having their take on it. Last season was about um, aliens living amongst us and taking the jobs away, and you know there was there was obviously a parallel to. Um, the current state of the U.S. and immigration policies and that, so there was a parallel there. So I admire them trying to hit those issues. Um, comics have done that over the years, and and this, um, you know, well, pe- people would, <laughs> people who who don't watch it and maybe don't get what they're trying to do, would call it the you know the social justice um, comic book show of the of the group. Arrow doesn't really get into that. Flash doesn't get into that. None of the legends of the- tomorrow certainly doesn't get into that, but but Super- Supergirl does, and, and I think it fits. I think it fits the show. I think it fits the character pretty well. Um, the show, the season, looks like it's about you know tech people being addicted to all their you know their podcasts. Oh my goodness, <laughs> they're addicted to their to their phones and their uh, and and their you know Facebooks and Instagrams. I've always felt pretty. Um, Pretty good about my level of of that kind of stuff. Obviously, I do a podcast. That's one thing, but I'm, you know, well, I'll post a few things I feel that are interesting to people on in, in like the Trexan Sci-Fi group. I don't I don't obsess over being online. I don't obsess, you know, with that. But I but I do like sharing, and I and I feel like you can use these things to to a degree that helps you uh, share with your friends, your family, and that. Uh, if it becomes the end all be all of your life, that's obviously not good. So, uh, yeah, get out there. You know, that's why I go to cons, and even though I'm posting stuff from the cons and and that I I'm you know there's a bunch of people there, <laughs> friends and and others that I'm interacting with. So, you know, get out there and see new things. So, this season looks like on Supergirl that they kind of touch on that, and uh, I, I find that and that show Black Mirror on Netflix, which is a cool show, maybe not for everyone, but that. Um, that series is is the like the nth degree of technology. How you take it too far and and so forth. So uh, anyway, Supergirl, uh, a lot of uh, uh, cool things going on. I like the new suit. I, I feel that's a good change, a positive one. And uh, and you know, Melissa is is really great on the show. I mean, and uh, I've never heard anything but good things about her as an actress. And I I, I feel like she's she's really well suited to the character. I think one of the main things that I've really enjoyed about the CW shows is, is all the actors in the main roles. Really, they fit the character like a glove. I mean, I mean, Stephen Amell as Arrow, Grant Gustin as the Flash. I, I, and, you know, just, just really perfectly cast and, and they really, really work well together. And obviously our friends and, and just super nice people. I've seen most of them at cons and, uh, it just, uh, Really, really seem very appreciative of their fans and the success of these shows and and so forth. So that that's that's always refreshing. It's a tough thing to be a celebrity, and uh, it, you know if you can kind of handle it and, and not let it um, both turn you into something you know maybe you don't want or or just just handling it and, and uh, is probably tricky for for a lot of people. Most of them are pretty young when they started these things, uh, and yeah my hat's off to them. So let's move on to, let's play a little bit of the Flash trailer for the new season. This'll be season six of The Flash. Um, it's going to be the uh, kind of the uh, the the main, um, the oldest of the shows once Arrow ends after 10 uh, episodes this year. So, and, and it's probably been the most popular, I think. Uh, the Flash has a more lighthearted tone to it, although the, you know, last season, and I I, I definitely feel that they had a, a pretty serious season. They're all pretty serious, but, um, but there's f- more uh, humor. The characters are a little bit m- more lighthearted, certainly a lot more than Arrow, uh, you know, which is probably the darkest of the group. So although Batwoman, I don't know, that might become more dark than, than Arrow was. I don't know. We'll see, you know, the character of Batman or Batwoman, it, it could certainly go down that path and be a, a fairly dark, grim show. Uh, But uh, let's hear uh, what's going on with the Flash team here in Season 6.
0: My name is Dr. Ramsey Rosa, And for the last decade, I've spent my life dedicated to a single cause. Helping others fight the diseases that plague humanity. But not anymore. And it's all because of them. You see, there are many cancers in this world, and they all wear different faces. Some are doctors, like me. Some of them seek out the truth, regardless of the consequences. Others mock the very science they worship. We just ran out of time. But the most dangerous ones are those who call themselves heroes. They claim to fight for the things that matter in life. Truth, family, law, order, and most of all, for life itself. Hang
1: on! I got you! What the hell? Why is it every time I come to visit there's always a crisis?
0: But it's all a lie. Because in the end, there's only one battle. One thing to fight against. An eternal enemy who must be eliminated forever. And that's death itself. Are we under attack The scientifically impossible probably will happen. I don't need to understand them Just tell me what I can do. No one has to die ever again.
1: there's the trailer for season six of the flash um probably you know my favorite of the group of these shows the, the cast is fantastic uh, you know like on all the shows but it's, it's just got a nice appeal to it uh, and, and they're bringing in this dc comics villain blood work uh played by uh the guy from that ho- show heroes i never can say this actor's name sindel remma that's probably not too bad um you know, he, uh, the, that his, it's his voice you're hearing during the whole trailer there. And, and, you know, where he says no one has to die ever again. He blames or he seems not like heroes. <laughs> heroes mess with things. And, you know, a, a comic, a common comic book thing that's always been out there, uh, in, in all the comics in different series in different ways, but has always been this idea that, the heroes by nature, by their nature alone, uh, not nature alone, but, but, be- but by- the-, the idea of, of having heroes, you know, people would, would counter and say that you create some of the bad guys. Like in other words, you know, the Joker with Batman, uh, you know, the flash with reverse flash and, and uh, it's, it's the, the nature of the beast a little bit and, and the mayhem that that causes ha- has always impacted the, you know, regular people and so forth. And, it looks like The flash, uh, it's, the Flash's season is, is really going to have a direct impact on this crossover, Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, maybe even more so than Arrow. But I'll play that trailer for you next. But really looking forward to this. Um, oh, I should have said, so, so Batwoman Supergirl come back on the 6th, which is a week from today. The Flash premieres Season 6 on October 8th on The CW. So next up, of course, let's go back to the granddaddy of all these shows, um, Arrow. Uh, starring Stephen Amell as Arrow. Uh, let us play now the trailer to. I'm pretty sure it's season eight, like I said earlier. And I'm as I'm talking funny because I'm typing into the computer to pull up the trailer for season um, eight of Arrow. And again, uh, keep in mind this is this has been well um, well established, and actually some events that happened in the last cro- crossover, last year's crossover impact what's happening with, with, um, uh, Oliver Queen, with Stephen Amell's arrow character here. Uh, so this is, um, this is the trailer Comic-Con trailer for arrow on the CW.
0: Oliver Queen. A man who channels his hubris and anger and calls it strength. I've seen your future, Oliver. Inexorable and unavoidable. I have watched you die. Living. It's not for the weak. Everything about you just became so unbelievably clear. You need someone to remind you... ...who you are. Are you the man in this picture? Crisis is imminent. Someone is coming. Someone far, far more powerful than myself.
1: Years on a deserted island, and you came back a vigilante? Seems a little far fetched.
0: Just one more thing I gotta do.
1: so there's arrow um mostly uh it was a sort of a compilation of of past things a a little bit of a taste it's it's um again oliver is has agreed to some kind of a sacrifice uh spoiler alert this like i said had to do with last year's uh crossover event he kind of made a little deal and uh i won't say too much but it's coming back now to sort of haunt him in a way um the big thing um Uh, is Felicity's character, the character Felicity won't be in this season. Emily Bett Ricards? Is that how you say her last name? I don't know. Um, That actress has moved on. I I don't know why. Maybe there was a conflict. Maybe she's in some new movie or TV show, Uh, but she won't really be appearing in this season, which is unfortunate. I like the two of them together. But uh, Oliver looks like he's going to be running off and, and doing kind of his own thing anyway. Uh, is is the gist that I've heard, but it looks like we're going to have a lot of characters coming back that we haven't seen in a while. There's a couple of other trailers out there for this, so uh, check those out. All right, we've spent a lot of time on CW, but I'm not quite done. Oh, this um, oh Arrow comes back on the fifteenth uh, of. Uh, it looks like what they're doing with the 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 four main shows. Uh, we're going to have Supergirl and Batwoman on Sunday nights. Kind of back to back and flash and arrow on Tuesday nights back to back. It looks like the way it's working out. At least that's what I see right now on the schedule. So the last one to talk about and, and I'll play the trailer uh, is the goofiest of the group, um, maybe the most fun in a way. Uh, I like it. It's it's a little bit um, it's a little bit out there, a little bit wacky, but that's you know it's fun to have that. And anyway, Legends of Tomorrow. This is sort of the misfit group uh, of the of the CW bunch. Uh, they they don't quite uh, take themselves quite as seriously, although they they really have some pretty big things going on a lot of the time. I mean, they can time travel um, and mess with history a lot and and try to fix it, but try to try try not to do you know any damage while they're trying to fix it. Um, so uh, it's going to be back uh, in uh, you know the um, the the show's not coming back though until. Um, uh, about probably January, it looks like, no f- exact date. It, Legends has always been um, sort of the, the the fill-in show a little bit. Uh, they are going to be part of the crossover, which I'll talk about after I'll play this trailer for Legends Tomorrow, uh, Season 5 of this show, and then I'll come back and I'll give you a little bit of There's no trailer for it, but I'll talk a little bit about this Crisis on Infinite Earth, saying that this mega event that's happening across all these CW shows um, that'll be uh, in December and then also a little bit in January. So uh, here is Legends of Tomorrow Season 5's Comic Con trailer. all right well i apologize i i thought there was a trailer for season five for legends of tomorrow but there isn't (laughs) i took a look and uh i thought i had one but it was was somebody put together some clips from it wasn't an official one so uh and it's partly because the show films a little later than the others and they're just filming it now and it won't come back until january but it's definitely going to feature some cool things um and let's talk now briefly about this crisis on infinite Earths. There's been reports in the news, a lot of actors coming back. Tom Welling is going to come back from a and, and play um, Clark slash Superman from an alternate universe. Brandon Routh is going to play Superman um, in, a, in a suit that just came out, a couple of photos in the last few days, where he's in this um, older-looking Superman from this comic book uh, series called Kingdom Come. Uh, we're going to have uh, Erica Durant back as Lois Lane, both you know Erica and Tom Welling from uh, the Smallville TV show. So that's going to be cool. And just lots of, of, of actors and characters popping up in this because they can play alternate versions. Um, you know, the idea of crisis is uh, on infinite Earths is that there's infinite all these flashes probably dealt with this the most. A little bit in supergirl but that there are all these different earths Uh, dc's always done this earth 616 earth one you know or earth whatever the the the, and they have portals that allow them to travel between these earths so uh, the this what this is is basically alternate versions of reality and they they dealt with this in, in previous crossovers on the cw shows And uh, I feel like this whole podcast has turned into the CW comic book show. Uh, I promise you that in the last about 15, 20 minutes here, I'm going to uh, talk about other things that are coming. So um, let's so that because of that, let's wind this up a little bit. But yeah, that that crisis show uh, crossover, they're going to do half of it in December. And there's a post on the Facebook group about it and you can find it online. And then they're going to wrap it up in January. They're going to actually split it where previously they've done it all like in one week before. And that's going to be eh, – it'll be okay. It's only a month between, so I, I can live with that, I guess. So, all right, let us switch gears. Um, I'm not even going to take a break. Let's switch gears and talk a little bit about other uh, new things coming or maybe a little bit more returning things that are um, that are uh, coming back Um you know, like, uh, other genre type stuff, uh, Riverdale, which is not really a genre show, but it practically could be because it's so crazy and goofy. That's coming back for season four. That'll be back on October 9th. I, that, that's kind of my, uh, what people call my guilty pleasure show. Uh, that's, uh, and I've, I've completely decided, I, I said this before in the podcast, the Walking Dead comes back next week on on Sunday, the 6th. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out of the show. Nope, not watching it anymore. Not watching Fear of the Walking Dead. I only, only watched a few episodes of that one, but it's just annoyed me too much. Uh, and Game of Thrones, you know, the funny thing about The Walking Dead, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, both both shows are hard shows to watch, especially in the early days, well, throughout their whole run, but the... But the Game of Thrones show, though, gave it wasn't just a rinse repeat. I just really feel like the Walking Dead is a rinse repeat show. Um, but the but the Game of Thrones show really the characters grew and expanded and changed and and I, and I just feel like the Walking Dead is just just standing in in one spot doing the same thing over and over again. And there are things that happened at the end of last season and. A lot of things that happened in the last season that just kind of put me over the edge. So um, there's my uh, my soapbox or whatever of uh, and and if you're out there watching it and you've, you're still enjoying it, you know, write me an email treksf at gmail.com. I'd like to know, you know, what keeps you coming back every week for this torture of that show. So uh, yeah, I I'm not no, I'm done, I'm out. Uh, you know, it's it's just it's just ugh, I don't know, I don't know what. Okay, that's enough of that um so let's see um i'm flipping through the whole list of shows well this isn't genre but nathan fillion's in it so i'll mention the rookie uh that actually premieres or comes back tonight for season two um so now i want to get into quickly talking about uh, some new shows uh and uh, they're Oh, there's Legacies coming back for season two on CW on October 10th. I tried to watch that show. It was sort of a spinoff of the Vampire Diary shows, uh, you know, and uh, and it just didn't. Uh, and the originals, it, it didn't really do it for me. So I kind of gave up on that one. Um, but, um, of course, my podcast is, is totally about, you know, <laughs> focuses on stuff that I watch. So let's talk uh, about uh, this this. Probably one of the biggies that's coming. There's a couple of biggies on on cable-type shows that are coming, two or three, uh, that are coming soon that we can talk on. Uh, We have Watchmen uh, that is coming on October 20th. Now, the Watchmen, even if you're not a comic book person, you may have heard about this if you're into sci-fi and fantasy. Probably one of the most well-known and most read comic book uh, series of all time came out back in the 80s, and HBO is doing a, a show about it but this show it does not seem to be really following the comic it, it, it's and I and I'll tell you a little bit about it I'm going to play a trailer to it I know there are trailers for this one uh so um but it, it looks interesting it looks cool I'll definitely watch it it's on HBO starting on October 20th so what is that about 3 weeks away and uh but it, it, I don't know about it being really like Watchmen we'll we'll see We'll see that. I mean, the comic was adapted into a movie and I thought they did a pretty good job in the movie, actually. I I enjoyed that movie and I think that movie has a pretty good following. I I think they were fairly true to the comic uh, to to as best of a degree as they could. I like the feel of that movie. But this series, I don't know, I'm not getting much of a Watchmen vibe off of it so far. We will uh, definitely, I'll, I'll be checking it out. And uh, here is uh, one of the trailers to this series. Uh, one of the notable things about this is Don Johnson, you know, from Miami Vice is in this show, which, where'd he go? He was on that cop detective thing he played for a long time, and then he kind of hasn't done a lot uh, in the last few years that I remember seeing. So, But he looks, looking, looks in good form here. So uh, here is the trailer to Watchmen.
0: People who wear masks... We're driven by trauma, they are obsessed with justice because of some injustice they suffered. Ergo, the mask, it hides the pain. I wear the mask to protect myself, right, from the pain. There was a cavalry involved shooting last night. You gonna give me the speech now? What speech? I should calm down and take a breath before we're at war again. No. There's a guy in my trunk. Delightful. Put him in the pod. You know why you're here? Some nun kicked in my door and put me in the trunk of our fucking car. What the hell? Hey! That is correct. I want my lawyer. Yeah, we don't have to do that with terrorists. Why would they start this shit up again? Maybe there was something that they didn't want found. They had a mission. So they just forgot. Cavalry has our names and addresses. Just run and scale Are we safe, Angela? Each place we go. This conspiracy. Have I told you about it? Your, your head will explode. What is this? This is to... the only way to show you the truth. You need to help start the 7th Cavalry. From doing what? Those workers are trying to start a war. Looks like you got things under control here. Cool costume. Thanks.
1: Yeah, that trailer there—that's a little um, newer and different than the original that I'd seen, and it makes me more interested in it. And I'm certainly very interested in this um, in this show. Uh, I mean, HBO. With Game of Thrones, uh, they they don't pull any punches. They don't pull back or hold back at all. This the production values, the the cast looks looks great here. Yeah, so I'm excited to see it. Uh, and but um, I almost wish they didn't call it Watchmen, <laughs> so uh, because it's supposed to be uh, sort of further down and set after the events of the comic, I believe um, several years later. I'm trying to look at the Wikipedia entry, and I, I know I've read this somewhere. Oh, wait a second. Here it is. It takes place in Tulsa, Oklahoma, an alternative reality in 2019, um, a place that has done, doesn't have internet or smartphones, and uh, approximately 34 years after the comic book ends. Uh, Robert Redford uh, notably uh, guest stars on this show, pl- playing the longest serving president, having been elected in 1992. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, the president for for like almost 30 years, uh, which obviously that this is an alternate reality where that can happen. Um, but, um, yeah, we've got a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of good uh, actors here. Like I mentioned earlier, Don Johnson, chief uh, Judd Crawford, he plays Regina King is, is in this trailer a lot. She seems like one of the, the main characters. She's um, Detective Angela Ebar or Sister Knight. Lou Gossett Jr. you see in there, Will Reeves he plays, Jeremy Irons is Adrian Vett, Gene uh, Smart, Laurie Blake, you hear her in the trailer. Um, and there's a lot of Rorschach, uh, which is one of the characters from the comic. Um, these groups of, of um, called the Seven, they're, they're called the Seventh Cavalry, it, it seems, wearing homemade Rorschach masks. And, uh, they're, uh, they seem to be sort of a vigilante group kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, excited HBO, you know, come on, what, what, you know, how, how can, how can it go wrong? Uh, so we will see. And we have Westworld coming back, although I don't think that comes back until that'll be season three. And I don't think that comes back until 2020. So I won't talk too much about that, but man, I, I love that show too. And the uh, I'm not going to talk about it because I did a show on Disney uh, Plus stuff and and what what was announced there. But The Mandalorian, of course, we've got the Star Wars TV show. I mean, geez, uh, starting on November 12th, Apple TV, Apple. I think it's called Apple Plus or something like that. Is it really called Apple Plus? Uh, Isn't it Disney Plus? No, it's got to have a different name for their streaming service. But they're doing a, a pretty big level streaming service with some stuff on it. That I I know I saw one type of genre show. What was that? I'll, I'm trying to scroll down and find in my list here. What was that about? Um, not sure. Oh, we have Silicon Valley coming back in at the end of October, which is the nerd tech show, which is great. Uh, Jack Ryan, not a uh, genre show, but I did enjoy season one of that on Amazon Prime. That comes back on November 1st for season two. Um, oh yeah, the uh, the morning show, which is a which is a show with. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, and that is Apple TV plus no, November 1st, but it's not really a genre thing. Uh, let us see. Oh, here's the one I was thinking of. There's some kind of a space show coming. I haven't heard much about this. Maybe I'll try to find a trailer here in a second. It's called for all mankind and that comes on November 1st, which is the premiere of this Apple TV plus thing, which I don't know that much about. I'm not sure how much that's going to cost per month. Um, and I already mentioned the Mandalorian. Oh, here's the other big one that I really wanted to talk about. And I'll play. I'll find the trailer and play it for you. His Dark Materials. Uh, this is uh, going to be on Hulu. It's starting on November fourth, uh, nine p.m. And um, this is based on a, a book series uh, that uh, I've read. And I'll tell you. I'll, I'm going to play the trailer first. I think in this one, I'll come back, tell you a little bit more about His Dark Materials that's starting up on Hulu, November 4th, uh, and here is a trailer for it. Gentlemen, there is a war raging right now with the Magisterium, between those trying to keep us in ignorance and those
0: willing to fight for truth and freedom. Who will stand with me? This kind of heresy is of the highest priority to the Magisterium. I need to know where he's going and what he intends to achieve. Your uncle's packing up to leave. You're not leaving! I can't stay! The North is no place for a child. Myra, the Master has asked if I can find a place for you. And I want you as my assistant. You're an explorer too? Just like my uncle? I can teach you to wield power, but you must let me mold you. We believe there is an organization that is stealing children and taking North. Sometimes... children can just... disappear. I promised to do everything I could to protect you from harm. This... is an alethiometer. It is illegal unless approved by the Magisterium. What does it do? It tells you the truth. She has to make a journey. One which I'm afraid includes a great betrayal. Ah! Ah! He's us! <laughs> Lyra? Lyra! It's trying to warn me of something. I suspect it's trying to warn you of everything.
1: He scores me. I can fight. Ah! I can fly. Ah!
0: What question should we be asking you that we are not? The Magisterium have muscle. I would ask where I could obtain the services of an armored bear. Yorick Bernison. I'm ready to fight.
1: These people need our help, Yorick. Let's go give it. I know Yeah, that looks really good. the uh, I, w- I want to point out though there was some uh, on one site that I was at they had a uh, miss things written wrong. This is actually also HBO. Man, you want to have HBO this fall, it looks like, because you've got Watchmen and uh, and also His Dark Materials. For some reason, this other place I was looking at said this was on Hulu. Uh, this, is, this is actually uh, set to premiere on, let's see, uh, November 3rd on BBC One in the UK and uh, November 4th on HBO in the US and other markets. So HBO, uh, this is... Um, this is based on a uh, book series that I was saying uh, they made this movie or sorry. They made a movie, you know, a little while, several years ago called The Golden Compass from uh, in 2007. They're, um, the, the His Dark Materials is a series, a trilogy of books by Philip Pullman. Uh, I've read all of them, really enjoyed them. Uh, it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a great little story, especially the early I, I I, I really like the first book in the series I mean they're all good but um, and this looks like it kind of follows the book pretty pretty well and they're gonna spend a lot of time um, working on it you know in other words they're not gonna have to rush through it because it's a series probably what I'm guessing and I don't I'm trying to look through this wikipedia entry as I'm talking about um, I'm trying to see if there's a, a number of episodes listed or anything like that but I would kind of maybe think that I don't know if season one, will get through all of the first book or not. Um, it looks like it's only eight episodes. Um, and it's already been renewed officially for a second series of eight episodes. So that's a good sign. Um, the main, uh, Lyra is played by Daphne, uh, Keene, who we all saw in the movie Logan. And if you didn't see Logan, you should, cause God, that movie, uh, uh was great. Uh, but, um, She's Lyra. Ruth Wilson is Marissa here. James McAvoy is Lord Azriel. Um Great cast. Lee Manuel Miranda is Lee Scoresby. Uh, and the just, this is a very cool fantasy novel series. We don't see enough fantasy stuff. They're doing Wheel of Time uh, for Amazon Prime, right? That's where that's going to be, although I don't think we're getting that until next year. Um, but um, this, uh, for fantasy fans great books uh hbo and other fantasy series and you know hbo got you know ended game of thrones so we've got this we have watchmen so they're they're not shying away from genre stuff so that's great and uh yeah so if you got hbo good for you and you'll be able to watch both of these and if you don't well <laughs> you might want to get it all these things all these other streaming services you're all going to be signing for uh, running uh, or y- watching uh we're going to have uh, – oh, and we didn't – I haven't talked too much about it. But, of course, CBS All Access, we're going to have Picard in, in January, probably January, uh, starting up. So so lots of cool things, although really some of the biggies, the big cool stuff, is all ending up on these streaming services, CBS All Access. Um, and, you know, the Disney Plus, it's just uh, – and HBO is a, is a streaming service too, you know, that not everybody watches or has – Sorry, not everybody has because unless you have cable, but if you, I think it's a 10 buck a month for the app, or is it 14 I don't know. Um, but, um, because I have cable, I, yes, I'm one of those people that still has cable. Uh, but, um, yeah, really good. I, I, I want to say too that his dark materials is sort of a bit of a Chronicles of Narnia feel to it a little bit, very fantasy. And I love the big bear, the bears that, you know, that that are in it. And, and it's just, uh, yeah, I mean even the Golden Compass I didn't feel like it was that terrible of a movie but it just didn't catch you know the public's eye so um there's there are some religious things in this um in this thing the his dark material so just so you know um, we'll see what the, if the, they don't shy away from that in this series or not, who knows? Um, I was going to mention a couple. Oh, I, I also want to put out a little bit of a plug uh, for DC, the DC universe streaming, um, service. I've talked about it a few times before season two of Titans has started. Um, there's season one to watch on there now. Uh, and, um, there's doom patrol, there's swamp thing. Uh, so lots of cool things. The biggie, though, and, and maybe this will be the last little trailer. I think I can find one <laughs> or not. Not the biggie, but they're doing an animated Harley Quinn, a very adult uh, adult is in a lot of language. And this trailer will probably not have it, I don't think. Um, but they're doing I saw this at Comic-Con and uh, this was crazy, this this animated uh, half hour uh, Harley Quinn series that's starting on, on the DC Universe streaming service in October, I think. And let me play uh, Kaylee uh, uh, Cuoco, um, or Callie, I think is really how you say her name, right? Kay- Kaylee is my dog. <laughs> we named the dog Indiana. Uh, but uh, so she is the voice of Harley Quinn in this and uh, does a great job. So let me see if I can find a trailer for that. That's going to be on DC Universe starting in October and the Harley Quinn animated series, very, very out there, Um, super crazy. And uh, I just laughed so much when I watched it. Um, And it's just it's like no no other animated uh, superhero type show you've ever seen. So let me see if I can find a trailer and I'll play it here in a second for Harley Quinn. Oh, and one quick further word of warning here. There is some language, I think, in this trailer. So you've been warned. Harley? It's me, dickhead. Oh, Ahoy! Yeah. the world
0: on with a smile. This is gonna be the start of something huge. Oh! Anybody feel this shit but me? you on your own
1: Yeah, so I you know there wasn't a lot of dialogue there to hear, but uh, it, watch it online, watch it on YouTube, uh, uh, and uh, it's just crazy. Looks like they're going to do 26 half-hour episodes. Uh, DC Universe app is what it's going to be on. Uh, again, uh, Callie Cuoco is is Dr. Harleen Quinzel or Harley Quinn. Uh, got some great voices here. Lake Bells is Pamela Isley, Isley sorry, or Poison Ivy. Alan Tudyk as the Joker. Whoa. And he's also doing uh, Clayface too. Uh, Diedrich Bader is, is Batman. Um, uh, Jim Rash is Edward Or Ron Funches has how you say it, is King Shark. Uh, Christopher Maloney is is Commissioner Gordon, who's in the first episode in the pilot episode. He's in it a little bit, and he's he's funny. Uh, Tony Hale is is Doctor Psycho. Uh, Jason Alexander. Uh, I mean, Gianna Carlo Esposito, who's l- going to play Lex Luthor, uh, who's also in The Mandalorian, uh, by the way. And uh, yeah, just looks like a blast to me. Totally out there. Totally goofy. Uh, very adult. This is not, uh, I can't repeat it enough. This is not a uh, uh, a show appropriate for young children. Teenagers and up, sure. Uh, but uh but it's got a lot of language, uh, and you didn't even really get a taste of it in that trailer. There, There's a lot of F-bombs even in the first half-hour episode, so uh, just keep that in mind. Maybe if you don't like that kind of stuff, totally cool with that. That's fine. Uh, to, to each his own, as they say. So... Um well, last thing I mentioned, just kind of on a brief aside, I watched the first episode of this new show called Evil, which sort of has a supernatural uh, kind of vibe to it. Uh, Mike Coulter, uh, who played Luke Cage uh, on the Netflix series, he's probably the biggest reason I watched the first episode, because he's in it, and, and I, I think he's fantastic. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to watch anymore. It really didn't do much for me. It's basically this idea of evil being in people, being in people. And, and uh, there's a woman as a main character who's a lawyer. Um, and, and it's just I think she's a lawyer, actually, or she kind of some kind of works with the, the D.A. Um, but um, but it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I might watch another episode of it, but uh, it didn't do a whole lot for me. So that's a quick roundup of, of what I'm looking forward to, what's coming. Uh, of course, again, we'll have Picard in January, which we're all dying to see, of course. And that's already getting three seasons, I think. Is it official? And, uh, and and then probably, I'm guessing that maybe mid to fall. I would probably guess next fall. But maybe maybe by next summer, uh, we'll get season three of Discovery starting. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. But, boy, a lot of streaming services, huh? Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, so much streaming. So much streaming. I don't know if I, I, I've undecided a little bit about the, the Apple streaming service or not. There isn't... There isn't a ton on there. There's that Jennifer Anderson, Reese Witherspoon show. Uh uh but I mean they're good actresses and I like them but is that it's not enough for me. They they would probably have to have a, a series I couldn't do without like I would, you know, I there needs to be like a Mandalorian or a Picard on there. I mean for DC Universe, the Titan show, the Doom Patrol, those and this Harley Quinn thing's going to be on there. That's plenty for me to they actually aren't too expensive. I think DC universe is something around five or $6 a month. It works out too. So, but the Apple, I don't know what the Apple service price is. And I signed up for the Disney plus deal that they had around labor day that boiled it down to, I think it's costing me like four bucks a month when it starts in in November uh, for the next three years. I think it's not even four. I think it was like three ninety-two. It worked out to be, it was like a hundred and something dollars for, for three years. So, um, that was an amazing deal, and I couldn't resist. So it uh, hopefully they'll have a lot of content. You know, Disney Plus. Uh, I'm really wondering. I was talking to Chris a little bit about this and a few other people, but we ha- we have the Mandalorian. We're gonna get an Obi wan series. Who knows when that'll happen? Maybe late 2020. Who knows? Um, but and of course, all the Marvel stuff and DC stuff is gonna be on there. But I've seen all that. I I, I don't really go to Netflix and other streaming services to watch much. Stuff I've already seen. I know a lot of people go back and watch she- shows again um, or movies again. I, I do it a little bit, um, not too much TV shows, movies occasionally. Uh, but uh, there's so much new content that I I always it, it, I always feel like, man, I could be watching this series. If um, by wa- by the way, I'm wa- I'm still working my way through um, Woo Masters uh, on Netflix, which is cool. It's a sort of a uh, a martial arts show um and uh trying to get through that I do want to get into that Carnival Row series on Amazon Prime so there's so much new content that to go back and watch stuff that I've already seen I don't know if I'm really I just don't have time to do that so the uh, my point is with Disney Plus yeah they're going to have all these Disney shows on there they're going to have all the Marvel movies and and stuff but and and Marvel is going to do some new shows on there they are going to do new shows, and, and um, there's a Scarlet Witch one, right? There's the one with um, with uh, what am I? Bucky and whatever his name, uh, fly guy, <laughs> Wyatt Falcon, yeah. Um, but uh, and a few others. I can't remember what's going to be on there, but there that's going to be a while, I think, before those show up. Uh, and I do believe that Disney Plus is probably going to be doing their shows like DC Universe which they're not going to be like the Netflix model where they just dump all the shows on at once. They're going to release them weekly. So uh, same thing HBO does. You know, Game of Thrones was never, you know, it was always weekly. Well, once it would come back after a year and a half or three or whatever. Uh, but uh, but tons of content just that's vying for all of our time. You know, I still like to play some some computer games and read a comic and go to a movie. And, well, I've got a job too. That's... <laughs> That's the biggest time sink of all. Uh, so it, it, it's when I get, you know, at the end of the day, when I have only a couple of hours to watch something, it, it, it's, it's really hard to just say, hey, I'm just going to go watch something I've already seen. So uh, but lots of new content. So I hope this has been fun. I know I spent a lot of time on CW. Uh, so if you're not into those shows, uh, well, give it a shot. Uh, you know, go back and watch season one of The Flash or season one of Supergirl or something like that. It's uh, th- those are really fun. And uh, I think they're on Netflix, but uh, I'm pretty sure I, I, I just I, I lose track of what's when I watch these shows because I watch those network things kind of as they come out. So I'm not really as up on where they're streaming or not. I, I know there's a lot of these sites um, that will you just type in a show or a movie. And it will tell you where it's available, what what service. So that's cool. So use those. Find out. All right. Next week will probably be a guest show or a rerun maybe. I do this. Try to do that every other week. And then uh, I haven't really laid out the schedule for October yet. But I definitely know that uh, we'll have a, a, special, a couple of special shows. I think Vartok wants to do a show, if I remember right, about some music. And uh, I'm going to do, of course, another special Halloween show, uh, probably around Halloween or give or take. Um, and yeah, so I'll get that laid out and put that up on the, the good old Treks and Sci-Fi Forum sometime soon. So uh, with all that said, folks, I hope you enjoyed listening to this look at what's coming uh, in the coming months. Or, or you know more uh on on television and streaming services uh you know I watched on um, uh, I watch all this stuff on my uh, TV it's got built-in apps and things although it, you know your phones and iPads can stream to most smart TVs too if you don't have apps built into the TV so check that out and uh because uh, I, I, I I don't like watching stuff on my iPad very I, I do it a little bit mostly when I'm traveling but I mean I've got a nice sized television so i I really do like watching via the apps and things, Netflix or HBO or whatever on on the big TV for all of these things. I don't really sit in bed and watch my iPad much. Usually, when I'm sitting in bed, it's reading a book or reading a comic. So, uh, and I know that's what all of you want to hear about. But I'm gonna get out of here. This is Rico uh, signing off for this edition podcast 744 of Treks in Sci-Fi. Uh, really enjoyed talking about the the upcoming shows and. Uh, Hope you guys find something to watch. I'm sure you can. Uh, there's a lot of content, that's for sure. Uh, so take care and uh, try to lay out and figure out what streaming service you can live without or live with. And uh, uh, because there are just more and more of them coming. I think there's another one that I was hearing about the other day. What was that? Uh, i blanking out, but my goodness. It's going to be like uh, in, in the future, every little show is going to have its own streaming service. Oh, this is the, this is the streaming service for... For pet shows, and this is the streaming sh- sh- service for for BBC uh, old comedies or I don't know, whatever. The Doctor Who streaming service. They could pretty much have a streaming service for Doctor Who, right? Man, when are we going to get another season of that? I haven't heard anything on the radar of that. It's got to be next year. Are we going to get a Christmas special? Man, it's been a long time since we've had Doctor Who, new Doctor Who, so... I, I knew there was going to be a big gap. I remember hearing about that, but, uh, man, it's it's hard. It's hard. So, um, all right. Take care, everyone. Talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.